Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. Welcome back, Mackenzie, to another riveting episode of something I like to call the Swiping Diaries. Mackenzie, so happy you're back. You were definitely a favorite last time. How do you feel? Back and rejuvenated better than ever? Yeah, I'm back. I'm better than ever. You know, I'm ready. Um, ready for the next. Ready for the next, you know, story that I got my wonderful, my wonderful love life over here. It's just it's an adventure. Sorry we caught you off guard last time. Okay, so another question I was thinking of leading up to this episode was like, okay, I feel like everyone always has like that one person that just seems like, you know, they meet early on and then they just kind of like, it just kind of like sticks with them throughout life. And it always just seems as though like this person just keeps popping back up. Do you have any of that? Yeah, so we're going to call him Golf Boy. Ooh. Golf Boy is definitely somebody that, um, man, I've, I want to say I've like kicked him out and then like opened the door and been like, hi, come back. Like, yeah, come back, come back in place. <laughs> like, I wasn't done. But yeah, that's definitely, definitely Golf Boy. I was say, let's start out. Let's start from the very beginning. Okay, so what platform did you guys meet on and when? Okay, so I met him on Tinder. Of 2015. Okay, so this is like a five-year thing going on. Yeah, yeah. So I met him Tinder 2015. It's a really funny story because I was dating a kid in high school. So that was my freshman year. So Mm -hmm. I was dating a kid in high school from my senior year of high school up until February of 2015. And so having a boyfriend in high school... Um, was definitely something that everybody wants, you know, their love of their life to follow them with them and blah, 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 blah. But this relationship that I was in, I knew it wasn't going to last. In all honesty, it was like a rebound from an old high school relationship where I dated the kid for like four years, three years. Holy shit. Yeah. So I dated, that was like my high school sweetheart. And then I date, we broke up and I started dating this kid. Um, and I dated him up until, like I said, February of my freshman year. Um, so throughout that whole time of, you know, I was in college in summer session. So I was in college since June. So from June to February, I was in a relationship. So I never used Tinder or Bumble. Like all my friends would be like, yo, like, like Mackenzie, you need to use Bumble. Like you need to go out there and you need to use this. You need to use that. And I'm like, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy using air quotes over here because I wasn't. And so finally me and my ex broke up beginning of uh february so like valentine's day and i started classic. yeah classic valentine's day breakup just he just broke my little heart and i remember being in my friend's dorm and she said you know what um you need to just download tinder just download tinder and i was like all right you know what i'm in college i'm gonna download tinder so i downloaded tinder and i was swiping and i found golf boy and so I found Golf Boy and we would like message each other here and there, but like nothing crazy because I was still quote unquote, like obsessed with my ex. And like, I thought everything was going to work out. So yeah, one night I just, this sounds so messed up too, but I got really, really drunk. I remember I went to my friend and I was like, I need whatever you have of alcohol because we're freshmen. So we weren't of age to like buy alcohol. 
So I was like, whatever you have, I need it. And it was Captain Morgan. And to this day, I still can't drink it. And I chugged it. Oh, God. And I messaged him on Tinder. I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm at my dorm. And I said, do you want to hang out? He was like, yeah, if you want to come up here. So I walked like 20 minutes to his dorm. Was he like across campus or something? Yeah. So he lived in um, like if any of those people listening, whatever, if you know Penn State, um, I was in South. And he lived in East. So I didn't live in East as a freshman. That was a, me neither. That was a straight uphill walk. Oh my God. So like you're sweating. Well, maybe not. Maybe you just have like, you know, well, it's cool. Do you have an alcohol blanket? So you're like, you know, marching up there to your dick appointment. I was sweating. I was drunk. And like, again, I didn't really drink my freshman year because I was so worried about my boyfriend in high school. Like I didn't want to do anything. So I didn't really drink like I did like now but right sweating I thought I looked so cute I look back at pictures and I'm like oh god like what the hell was that and I went up there and um yeah like I remember that day it was so funny he had me drinking some like fruity fruit loop three olives vodka that I've never had before and I told him I had to go to the bathroom and this is exposing myself 100% but I told him I had to go to the bathroom and um, I, I had his sweatshirt on and I threw up all over the bathroom in the dorm because projectile vomited, projectile vomited all over. So his dorm was like male, female, male, female. So I had to go down to the male, I mean, to the female floor to go to the bathroom. And so I, I vomited all over. I had throw up all over his sweatshirt. I came back up and I was like, I'm so sorry. There was some girl downstairs and she was throwing up. And I had to help her and blah, blah, blah. And he believed you me. You told that to the RA or you told that to him? No, I told that to him when I got upstairs. But why? It's you know what's funny? Why are you apologizing to him? He's not going to go down to the girl's bathroom. I don't know because I had thrown up all over his sweatshirt. Oh, true. He could have definitely exposed you. Yeah, but I, he let me stay over. And I woke up the next morning. And again, he had a huge hickey. I gave him a huge hickey on his neck. I was going to say, did you guys make out before or after you threw up? Both. I was really, like, <laughs> out there. I was just telling you. Please tell me he, like, at least gave you mouthwash or something. He did. He did give me mouthwash. Okay, I was about to say, no way. Yes. But he didn't know that I was the one that threw up. Listen, and I'm going to tell you, he didn't know that I was the one that threw up until 2017. So, like, two years later. Ew, he couldn't, like, taste that? that's so nasty yeah you're a baller good for you I know I was just I was just really out there but he had a giant hickey on his neck and I call him golf boy because he was a golf management major and so that day the next day he had to go like teach some professional like little seminar for his class and he had to wear a giant like sweatshirt up to his neck because he couldn't go with a hickey on his neck oh my god way to leave your mark though I did. I 100%. I left my mark from the right, like right from the beginning. But yeah, he's definitely one, like he is one that throughout my whole college, I mean, everything always came back to him. So I spent that summer, let's see. So we talked on and off for the rest of the year. So like from February to May, and then he went down to Delaware for an internship and he asked me to come down and visit him. So I would drive down to Delaware um, on his days that he had off, or even if he didn't have off, I would just like hang out in his like apartment that he had. And so I would drive down to Delaware, like not knowing where I was going to go hang out with this kid. 
But then, you know, I kept thinking that it was going to be something and it never was. Like he just never could. When I would ask him, like his friends would be there that he worked with and they'd be like, oh, is this your girlfriend? He's like, no, this is my friend. This is my friend Mackenzie. And I'm like, I'm out here driving three hours to come visit you and I'm your friend. Like, there's no way. So eventually it got to the point where I found out that he, I use air quotes, cheated on me because we were never together really um, while he was down in Delaware. And so when I got back to school, I confronted him about it. It got into like this whole big argument. And basically like ever since then, we were always on and off. Like we were never together. And I say never together because I'm going to hit on that later because it comes full circle. But we were never together according to him. Okay. I always thought we were together. We were never together according to him at this time. And then I would take him to like my formals for my sorority and he would come with me to like Hayride and he came with me to like my spring formal and like we were so freaking cute. Like it was just me and golf boy. Like that's what it was. But it was always like an argument. Like everything would be good for like a week or two and then next thing you know it got flipped around and it was like a freaking argument over absolutely nothing. Like it would be over well, Mackenzie, you're just a girl that I met on, like, Tinder. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? What are you talking about? And he would always bring it back. Like, I'm just out here doing me, you know? And I'm like, okay. Classic boy line. Yeah, classic boy. Because then he told me he didn't want to be with me. He was like, I don't want to date anybody. So I was like, okay, bet. Okay. Like, I'm a seven. Like, I'm a seven Hell on the yeah. scale. Like, I'm a seven. And so I'd be like, I can go out there, like, I have no problem, like, I have no problem getting a guy to talk to me. So Mm -hmm. that sounds so conceited, but it's the truth. Like, I really, I really had no problem. So I remember the one day I said, um, I think it was my junior year. I, I think I was talking to somebody. Oh, I was talking to this other guy, Slan Man. I was talking to him and I was between him and Golf Boy all the time. And then Mm -hmm. the one day I said to Golf Boy, I said, you know what? Like, I'm giving you the ultimatum. It's either you want to be with me or you don't want to be with me. And if you don't want to be with me, then you have to tell me. Because I was sick and tired of, you know, my friends, my my roommates would have parties. And I would invite him over and he would come over and, like, hang out with me at the party. But, like, didn't want to say he was my boyfriend. And so my guy friends would always be like, something's wrong with that man. Like, there's something wrong with that kid because I don't understand why he's saying he's not dating you. So I gave him like the ultimatum the one day and he was like, you know, I just, he was like, I just don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship. And I was like, okay, well, next thing you know, he gets a girlfriend and I went crazy. I went crazy. I was like, I don't understand how you could do that. Like, I don't understand how one second you say one thing and one second you say another. So I cut him off. I said, you know what? I'm not, I can't be your friend. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want anything to do with you. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Because I remember he said to me my freshman year, he said, this girl just understands me. And this was the girl he, like, cheated on me with or whatever. He said, she just understands me. And I remember sitting in the middle of State College. I was on Beaver Ave on the corner. right. He lived in the, um, not Beaver Hill, whatever is next to Cedarbrook. He lived in Cedarbrook. And I remember standing outside on the corner and him telling me, she just gets me. She just gets me. And I said, yeah, she gets you. Does she know your favorite ice cream flavor is Rocky Road? Does she know why you like golf? Does she know you have a golf course in your backyard? Does she know your sister's name? Does she know your, like, I went 
off. And um, I told him that, like, when I gave him the ultimatum, I said, you know, I've done way too much. I said, I've done way too much for for a guy who's going to give me so little. And so that was that. And then I don't think I talked to him up until I think it was April or May. I think it was April of senior year. So I didn't probably didn't talk to him for a year because he was dating this girl. And um, he was away for his internship in Jersey. And so he wasn't going to school full time, like at Penn State. So he came up one weekend and he asked me to hang out. And so he came over to my apartment the one day, and, like we sat there and we talked for a long time or whatever, talked about his girlfriend, talked about like what he's planning on doing later, just, you know, adult things. So he was still with his girlfriend when he went to go talk to you? Yes. What the, What is the matter with him? Anyway, sorry, continue. Exactly. No, believe me, because that's exactly how I felt. Then like two days after we had that long conversation, he was still in state college. So he was like, oh, I'm going to champs. Like, you want to come to champs with me? And I was like, sure. So I went to champs and we hung out and all his friends were there and they were like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. Like, how you doing? Like all that stuff. Cause like I was always with his friends too. I remember he told me he wasn't dating his girlfriend anymore. He got me a couple drinks. We walked back to his place where he was staying with his friends. We hung out. I hung out with his friends. We fell asleep on the couch downstairs. There was like two couches. So I slept on one, he slept on the other. And in the morning I woke up and then he drove me home. And that was, I think, May. I graduated in May. Yeah, I graduated in May. I started hang- I hung out with him one time before I started dating my ex. And he told me that he wasn't with her anymore, his ex-girlfriend, like blah, blah, blah. So his internship where he was working, well, it wasn't his internship anymore. He was working there, was only like 30 minutes from where I grew up and lived in Jersey. Oh, so that's really close. Okay. Yeah. So he ended up being really close. And it was funny because I remember when he was looking for jobs and internships, I said, you know, if you ever end up in Jersey, we're going to be together. I used to always tell him that. And so I went down there. We hung out. We watched TV. I met his friends that he worked with. And then I heard his friend make a comment like, I'm going to call her OP because I don't want to say her name, but his ex-girlfriend. So he was like, oh, that's not OP. And I was like, because I know her name. So I'm like, yeah. oh, something's going on here. So whatever. We didn't do anything. Like, I think I kissed him. I don't even remember. I woke up the next morning. I went home. And then, like, within the next, like, week, I got a phone call from him. And he said, um, I can't be friends with you anymore. And I said, what? And he said, I was still dating her and... That was very unfair of what I did and I shouldn't, you shouldn't have come over and all that stuff. And I was like, are you kidding me? So, okay, wait, golf was literally making me confused. So this man or boy, I should say this boy back at Penn state, he decides to see you, tells you I'm dating this girl, you know, it's pretty official, whatever. Then that same day or that same time he's there, he's with his friend and you and he's like, oh no, 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 I'm not dating. I'm not dating her anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like it's like he oh my god. It's like he has two brain cells. It's like he literally like drank a little bit that night and then like forgot he had a girlfriend. How do you just forget? And like the crazy thing is is that at least like from what I got was he never was that type of person. Like Golf Boy was always like I mean, yeah, he he was kind of like a mess sometimes, but he was always like very genuine. And like there was times where he would say, like, you know what, I can't like 
I remember the one day when we went to Hayride. It was no, it wasn't Hayride. It was Spring Formal. We left Spring Formal, and I went back to his apartment or whatever, and I was talking to him and stuff. He was like, you know what? Like, I don't think I can date you. And I'm like, okay, well, at least thanks for being straight up. Like, he was that type of person. Okay. Or he is that type of person. Like, he tells me how it is, you know? And so that's what made it hard, I think. Also, at that time when he told me that, I was talking to somebody else. So it was like an easy, like, okay, well, not you, so this person. Yeah, and I I don't even want it to sound like I picked him over him. It was just like, I've always wanted to know what it would be like with golf boy mm-hmm. I'm like I'm tearing up thinking about it because that's just how me and him were like I've always wanted to know what could have been like he is my right. definitely like my what if because if you went back and asked anybody from from school and like you know obviously like yeah of course you know him like you know that that was like that was like the one that in college, I mean, I would drop anything for that kid. If in college he told me, like, I'm ready to date you right now, I would have been like, okay, let's do it. Because that's how it was. So when he told me that, I mean, like I said, me and him weren't, like, texting every day. We weren't anything like that. It was just, like, I hung out with him that one time. He would text me occasionally. And I was like, oh, maybe. But I was talking to somebody else at the same time. So to me, when I was texting Golfway, it was just like a friend. Like, when I was texting him, it was just like, oh, like, this is okay, because, like, we're just friends. Like, because I knew nothing would come out of it. And I was talking to this. And then after, like, me and Golfway, like, because me and the other kid, we were talking here and there. It didn't get serious until, like, really, like, end of May, June. I don't know. It kind of, like, worked itself out. So I wouldn't say, like, I chose, I went, like, okay, now him, but... It just kind of like made me like, especially that it kind of made me think like, all right, you're not going to end up ever with golf boy. Like that's just it. Oh, that's so frustrating. Especially when you can like see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's like, you just want to like take their shoulders and shake them and be like, get a grip. What is your problem? It's like, you want to like slap some, like, what is it? That old phrase, slap some sense into that boy. That's what I feel like it is. It's like, yeah. like what more do you want? And sometimes I just think these guys are scared of, I mean, I guess, like, being scared of commitment's one thing, but, like, I feel like they're just, like, scared to, like, feel like they're settling down now. And that's where I think maybe he was, he was, I don't know. Yeah, and I would agree with you because he, he like I said, he was a golf major, like, and he used to always say, I'm just going to end up being some single old golf pro when I'm, like, 50, and I'm just going to have to deal with it. And I'm like, but you don't have to deal with it. He's like, no one's ever going to want to live this lifestyle with me. I'm like, I've been trying to for the past five years. I've been trying to live the lifestyle with you. Like, what do you mean no one wants to live the lifestyle with you? Oh, my God. (laughs) And it was always a constant back and forth battle. And I think that's what it was. And, I mean, like, OP was his first girlfriend, if you don't count me. And, um, you know, I think that kind of gave him, like, a a wake-up call. Because, I mean, like, going back to, like, what you first said was, was there anybody that always just keeps coming back? And and he's definitely, I mean, he just snapchat at me before. I mean, he always is, he's always just there. And he always pops up at, at the most random times. And I mean, like I said, so I ended up, um, he was still dating this girl. And I was, I, I ended up getting into a serious relationship. And I moved my life two hours away from my hometown. And I moved away 
um, to start my life with this new guy. And I, you know, we had a dog, we had a family, like, you know, it was me and him and the dog and we had our own place and we were happy. And um, I kind of like forgot about golf boy, you know, like, right. not that. And I don't want to say it's like, you know, there's, I feel like there's always that one person that if they always come back, you're a sucker for them, you know? And so I remember, I remember this one time, well, me and my, me and my ex, we broke up and I was going through it real hard because like I said, you know, I, I moved away. I, I moved my whole life down to a, a different part of the state of New Jersey that I wasn't familiar with. And I'm still living down here and, you know, everything was just crazy. You know, who pops back up? Golf boy. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, you ever just get a break? Like, I don't even catch a right. break here. And, um, you know, we texted or whatever, and he was still in New Jersey, and he was like, you know, let's go get a drink. And I was like, okay. And I called him, though, and I was like, I just want to let you know, like, I'm not doing well. Like, whatever. And he was like, okay, like, let's not get a drink this day then. So I was like, okay. So he was texting me and everything was fine. And then a couple weeks later, I was like, I'm back up in North Jersey. Like, let's meet up. Like, I'm ready. I, you know, a couple weeks past, like more weeks passed after me and my breakup and stuff. So I was like, no, like, I want to hang out with a friend. Like, let me go. So I went up and I was at my parents. And again, like I said, he lived like 40 minutes away. And um, I was always going to be the, ha be the one that have to go to him. And so he called me and he said, you know, I'm going to meet you. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's new. Yeah, it was so new. I was like, okay. So he met me at the local bar by my house. I call it High School Central because it's like the high school misfits come out to play and go to this bar and blah, blah, blah. And so we went there and we hung out and I was like, let's go somewhere else. So we went to this other bar and the other bar we went to, my two friends from home were there. And um, they've no one, none of my friends from home have ever met him. They've only heard about him. So I went up and you know my friend she said hi to me and I said uh, she said who's that I said that's golf boy and she said you're fucking kidding me and I was like nope so I introduced them all that stuff we sat at the bar for hours and just talked about you know my my past relationship and his past relationship and just life and all that stuff and then I remember we left the bar and we went to his apartment and I sat on the couch and I cried and I just said you know why does this always happen to me you know, why do I, why do when I get a good thing, it always happens? And he said, he said, you just have a big heart. You know, you just have a big heart and like, you just need to find someone who's like ready to take it. And like, I'm stupid here in my head and like, I'm not catching hits. And so like, fast forward, because that all happens. Like I slept on the couch, like woke up, he drove me home, like all this stuff. Like fast forward, I um was talking to him. I think in like December, like I called him on New Year's Eve and like just told him like, you know, I, I wish that, you know, 2020 is everything that you ever want. I was drunk talking to him. Oh my God, no. And then the one day he just, I said to him, I said, why, why did it never work? And he said, I tried. He said, I tried. And I was like, what do you mean you tried? He said, you think I just drove to that bar for no reason? You think that I just did that for no reason? To be fair, though, he made it seem like, you know, he made this big gesture. And I'm sorry, like, if you're at the bar, you know, you're a little hazy. It's someone that, like, you know, has done you dirty in the past multiple times. Like, at that point, you're not going to take anything 
what he says seriously. Like, ooh, that's a that's the thing that gets me frustrated. Like, he shouldn't be blaming you exactly for not getting hints. Anyway, exactly. And I said to him too. I was like, he said, you know, like we, you slept over and like you we didn't even do anything. Like we just sat there and watched TV. And I was like, okay. I said, you know that I just got out of a relationship. You know all this, and you know our past. Like I met you on Tinder. Like. I literally, like, going back, like, I literally met you on Tinder. Like, I don't know what this was supposed to be. And um, he basically just, like, was like, you know, you're always the one that gets away. Always. You're always the one that gets away. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Gets away. Gets away. I'm the one, right? Oh, my God. So fast forward again to maybe, like, a couple months ago. You know, I always keep in touch with him. You know, he's down in Miami now, um, working in Miami. I always I always keep in touch with him to see how he's doing. And the other day, like maybe a couple months ago, you know, I started um, getting my life together. I uh, messaged him and I just said, you know, like, I just want to know what I did wrong. I'm not saying this as a fact of I want to be with you or or, or I want to I, I want you to feel bad. Like, I just want to know what I did wrong. Like, was there anything that I did that, like, made you not want to be with me? Or was there anything, like, in that aspect? And he said, you did everything right. You literally did everything right. It was just that, like, I just didn't know what I wanted. And he's like, and then I found OP. And, like, me and her hit it off. And, like, we started dating and stuff. He said, you were always doing your own thing. Like, you didn't need anybody to tell you what to do. Like, you just you knew, you know, if I didn't want to be with you, you were going to be like, okay, well, like, screw you then. Cause like, you were so confident in yourself. So we would always get into arguments back and forth. Like, cause I'd be like, well, like, do you ever think it would have worked out? I always say that to him. Mm -hmm. And so yesterday or two days ago, I had a really good conversation with him because he came back, he came back into my life again. He always does. Um, And I was talking to him about my ex. And about how, you know, what's the situation with that and blah, 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 blah. And um, I said, uh, you know, I was just thinking a lot about, you know, how far we've come. Because never in a million years did I think that I was going to meet somebody on a dating app. And then five years later, here I still am communicating with him, you know? Well, especially to someone that like you've lost touch with has like wronged you in the past and like still keeps coming back like a freaking boomerang exactly there's so many guys that i've i can i used to go through my phone before i cleaned my phone up and it would be like zach tinned jake tinned pat tinned whatever bumble like (laughs) i that's how i labeled them like that's just it it was it was so many and it sounds so messed up but it's like that that was the culture you know i was so used to I mean people were so used to going on a dating app and like talking to someone for five days and then being like peace out like no from me dog I'm out Mm -hmm. like that's just what it was so it's so weird so I had the conversation with them and I said you know I said I just I'm just trying to think about like engage like what was going on he said you know what we were young and we didn't know what we wanted and we were still trying to find ourselves and explore life and blah 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 And he goes, you know, it's a different time. You know, everything's different. We've matured. We've figured, you know, we're figuring life out. Um, But I think it's so funny because if I ask him now the questions that I used to ask him, like, why won't you date me? Or 
you wouldn't like sometimes this sounds really like fucked up but like sometimes he wouldn't like want to go out with me in public like if I ask him those questions now his answers are totally different because the one day he said yes when we were talking the other day he said um we used to go on dates and I'm like when when did we go on a date he's like well remember that one time that me and you went to Chili's and I was like oh that was a date he was like yeah I'm like well thanks for telling me because he never made it seem like it was a date. He made it seem like it was like a friend hangout, right? Yeah. Like, not that it has to be extravagant, but like, he never made it seem like, oh, I'm going to take you out. It was like, let's go get, let's go get something to eat. Right. Like, we're going to go get something to eat. Like, we're bros. We're going to go chill. So I think that now it's, you know, what is crazy to me about this whole experience starting from Tinder is that, you know, you see the progress. You know, you see that like it could involve and evolve into something, and not and now like not everybody is going to have an experience like that. Like not everybody's going to have you know that person or you know that that one person that is always going to be there. But you know, you never know. Like you know, if I think about it now, if me and him were to have dated back then, I don't think we would be friends now. That's true, because then you wouldn't have joined the sorority. Probably not. I mean, you could have, but maybe no. Because I know he wasn't really involved in, like, Greek life or anything. No. He was too busy golfing his life away. <laughs> yeah, he is golfing his life away. Not a bad gig, though. Not, not, not a bad gig. He makes a lot of money. He makes a decent amount. But no. But then, like, think about it, too. Like, you know, like, things have happened, and it, like, shaped who you are today, too. You know? Like, you wouldn't have learned from this past ex-boyfriend of yours, either. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, too, part of me wonders, like, you know, even if you did date, like, how long it would have even lasted? Because if he already wasn't in the right headspace as it was, like, there's no way it would have lasted that long. Exactly. And, like, that's that's what we were saying. Like, you know, we were, I said to him, I said, we were so young. Like, you know, like, we wouldn't have been ready for, like, we wouldn't have been ready for anything. Like, we wouldn't have been, our relationship would have ended, like, really quickly. And like I said, I don't think that we would have been friends today. And I think that that's what's the craziest part about it is that so many people get on Tinder and they want to meet somebody or they use it for hookups or they want to do this or they want to do that. But at the end of the day, like, I'm just glad I got a friendship out of it. I mean, as much as it, it was a freaking like roller coaster, it was like King Daka, like it just goes up and then the ride's over. But I really got a friendship out of it that, you know, if I need something, like I can text them. And he's going to tell me I'm stupid. Like, you know what I mean? He, it's just really nice. And I also did ask him, I said, you know, you ever think about, you know, what would have, what would happen if we get together? And he said, I think we can make it. I just think that we have to be in the right mind space. Exactly. I think it's just a crazy thing because never in my life did I ever think that I'd be staring at my friend who I met at work now, my, my coworker telling her about him. Right. Like you thought this guy would have been, and me too. Okay. You know, graduating from Penn State with you, like I thought golf boy was going to be put way in the wayside. We wouldn't have heard from him. And then here you are like the other day, Snapchatting me saying, oh my God, guess who literally just Snapchatted me? And guess who I've been talking to? Golf boy. And I'm like, how, how did that happen? And I think that's like the craziest thing is because like I said, he's always been there. Like he's always popped up and been like, hi. And I'm like, hi like can I take your order can I help you because that's what it feels like yeah. it's just like he just pops up and um and I think that though like like I said it's so funny because I sit down I sit with my friend and I talk to her and she 
you know, we talk about stories and stuff. And and the one day I was like, oh my God, like golf boy, like seriously. And she's like, who is that? And I'm like, girl, never in a million years did I think that I would be sitting here, like after I graduated, after I've lived this part of my life and after I'm doing this to say like, yeah, golf boy is, he's golf boy. Like this is him and like, whatever. And I, I just think that's what's crazy is because a lot of people, like I said, go on Tinder and go on Bumble and go on these dating sites and they try to find somebody. And as soon as they don't find, as soon as that person doesn't meet their expectations or their needs of that instant gratification of like, I want to date you, they kind of like throw it to the side. But like, if I would have done that with Golf Boy, I don't feel like we, you know, like we wouldn't be friends. And like, I really truly value our friendship because he was a giant part of my college like yeah he was really a giant part of my college career I mean you know he was there my freshman year we went to formals we went to dated functions together I used to hang out with him and his friends we went to the bar we danced in Thon together I mean like that was and especially like especially with Thon like I remember he wrote me a letter for Thon and I wrote him a letter for Thon. I wasn't expecting that because he was dating that girl. But, like, it's just little things like that. You know, you never expect. It's, like, the things that you least expect. So I just think that that's what's, like, absolutely crazy. And, you know, he's still here. He knows where I stand of how I feel about if I were to ever date him. Because he knows that, obviously, like, you know, I'm still dealing with some stuff with my ex. So, like, my life is, yeah. my life is a movie it's a straight up movie mm-hmm. um and it doesn't just it needs a sequel because it's just the first movie's just not enough I feel like I'm Stephanie Myers writing Twilight and um and so <laughs> I just I just think it's crazy you know that's just that's just kind of that with that you know sometimes you just don't give up on people even if it doesn't work out the way you want it to you know it's, it's not life is unpredictable Never did I ever think I'd be, you know, 24 sitting here talking about what my 18-year-old self was doing. For me, any guy that was like an ex, like I completely cut off. They're on the wayside. Like I think maybe like my freshman year boyfriend, if you would even call that, we dated for like four months in high school. That's the only ex I follow on social media. Like I keep no contact with anybody else. Even if it's like someone that I had like a thing with, like I don't really keep in contact with them too much. And I don't know, but like, that's just been like my philosophy and like just my mantra, I guess. I don't know. But also too, I feel like for me, I've just been like very wronged in the past that I'm like, "Mm, I don't really feel like this, Um, like keeping the conversation going. But I mean, but I'm sure there's a lot of people like you too, who like have someone like this, who just like sticks around and like then becomes a friend and like, who knows, could it become something else? I don't know. Yeah, and, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've blocked his ass, like, where I go to Snapchat him, (laughs) and the next thing you know, like, I get that little gray, like, arrow, like, I've been blocked. And I'm like, you bitch. And I, like, text him, like, you blocked me. He's like, yeah, I know. Like, we have gone through those stages. So, like, don't think that, you know, it was happy-go-lucky, like, everything was fine. I've we've gone through the stages of blocking each other's number, blocking each other's Snapchat. Like it was hurtful, you know. It's it's hurtful. I mean, again, I wasn't like consistently with him, but it's hurtful when like you spend time with somebody and like you get to know them, and the next thing you know, like they turn around, and they fuck you over, you know. And so, 
there was plenty of times where, you know, I blocked him and, and especially this past time, I deleted him off Snapchat maybe in like January. I didn't add him back on until like April. He was probably like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. My last snap went through. That means you didn't block me. Like, and that's the thing is like, there's times where I had to detox myself because it was upsetting. When we met, it was such a vulnerable time for me because I just like that night that we met, my ex that I that we broke up before me and him met officially, like he sent me a picture of him and some other girl. I think accidentally, I'm not sure, or, or if it was to piss me off. And after that, that's when I was like, "F this! What are you doing?" And I was like, "Let's booty call this real quick because I'm upset." And so I think that I was such a I was in such a vulnerable state that it was almost like an attachment. But, you know, you grow up and you you go through things and you grow and you learn. And, you know, I kind of separated my emotions from him because I knew that every time that I had an emotion towards him, like I got hurt. And so, I mean, that's even now, like I tell him all the time, you're pissing me off. I'm going to block you. And he's like, don't do that. And I'm like, well, I'm just letting you know, because you have to, you know, I had to get to the point of being real with him. You know, we do have a lot of history and you know, he's always come back into my life at my worst moment when I needed somebody, which makes it sound like he's like a rebound, but I've never actually dated him. So like, it's not a rebound if I just text him. But um, if I was like 85 on my deathbed, he would text me and be like, can't die yet. Like that type of thing. Jeez, what a wholesome story though. It like was kind of wild, but now like kind of turned into like a wholesome thing. You know, maybe not everybody is worth giving up on. Unless they're, like, really being, like, shitty, then, like, give up on them. Not everybody's worth giving up on. And it's not saying that you have to be in a relationship with them at all. You could just be friends. He said that to me the other day. He said, why can't we just be friends? I was like, we can. We are friends. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, that's literally, I just want to be your friend. So I think that's that's the thing, too, is, like, not everybody that you come encounter with or message on Tinder or bumble that you're gonna end up just dating i mean there's people that i've met on tinder and bumble like that live in different states than me and i've i've messaged them and like i facetime like my one really good friend i facetime him all the time and he tells me about his girl problems and i tell him about my ex and i tell him about all that and like you can be friends with these people like you don't have to date them and i think that that you know especially golf boy is a perfect example because you know, I dealt with it for five years of, you know, you know, will he ever date me? Will he ever date me? Instead of just taking a step back and being like, let's be friends. Yeah. I feel like age like definitely helps a little bit too. Like I like, you know, met my boyfriend on Bumble and like, you know, in high school, like we've said too, like we wouldn't have gotten along in high school, which, which like, that's where like technically we met, but like we never actually started talking until like after we graduated college. And like, I just feel like there's also too, like, just like a level of maturity that comes with it as well and like it's nice to see that like at least golf boys able to like kind of look past everything too and be friends and if you're able to do that too then like that's awesome yeah and I think that that's like definitely one thing that we like talked about is the fact that like we just started college basically like we're just finding out about ourselves and like he's like I never he said I don't regret you ever coming down to visit me I don't regret that at all like I had so much fun when you came down he said, we were just young. Like, I didn't want to commit to anybody. And he goes, you just seem like you were so serious about me. And he's like, and I'm going to be honest, like, it kind of just threw me for the loop that, you know, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship. And he said, you know, by the time that you were ready for a relationship, I was already in a relationship. 
he was just saying like you know it's just crazy how life works and like now thinking about it like of course I just got out of a relationship where you know I didn't never want I never wanted that past relationship to end and like I still am like fighting with it and like you know dealing with that type of stuff um going back Mm -hmm. and forth and like then just being able to text you know golf boy and, and being mature about it I mean like I talked to him about that the other day like you know we're at a different point in life and no one says that you know we have to date or ever be together but like I just appreciate your friendship so much that I don't want to not be your friend. Jeez. Well, thanks so much for sharing with us. That was like, like I said, you took like one crazy mess up story and like made it kind of wholesome. So like, I don't know. That's like so inspiring. Granted, I'm with my boyfriend. So like, I hope to not be like on dating apps for a while, if ever, fingers crossed. But like, I don't know. It's just like nice to know that like, you know, you can still develop good relationships with people out there. So thank you so much for sharing that and, you know, coming on the podcast today. Well, I appreciate it. It's definitely, um, sometimes you need to just get it off your chest, especially when it comes to dating, because dating is so, like, stigmatized, and, you know, online dating especially, like, people are like, oh, online dating, oh, I can't be your friend, you, you match with me on Tinder, it's like, oh, I see you out in public, oh, God, you're, saw you on Bumble two days ago, right. and so, thanks for letting me share my story, and kind of show that, you know, there could be a little light at the end of the tunnel, even if it doesn't end with you guys dating, you know, you can always turn it around and be friends yeah I totally agree with that and like that's also too like one of the biggest things I'm trying to push here is like online dating is so normal now especially too like like you mentioned like way earlier in the podcast like we are so busy with everything that we got going on right now like and then also too we're in a pandemic so like we don't have time to be or we're not capable right now of really going out and like doing things with people like you can't go to a bar you can't really meet people and then too like hearing um this one podcast the other day and it was like you know do I really want to meet my like I don't even know if I want to meet my future like the one at a bar you know what I mean I was like that's kind of interesting I mean I guess you know like they'd probably be out the same reasons why you're out just trying to have a good time so like I don't see the problem with that per se but like I don't know I definitely do think like I don't know age has a big factor to do with it and like online dating is totally normal nowadays but then like I don't know I'm like with you too like I know at 18 like I was not ready for any sort of like relationship or commitment or anything and I mean granted I guess like you know I'm not much older I'm like right now 23 years old but like I don't know like I just think that there's just this big stigma with online dating especially with like with the older generation because I think they think it's like oh you're gonna be catfished and like you're gonna be taken by some guy in a candy truck like the second you try yeah. to go and meet people and like that's not the case at all like you know I mean I have my boyfriend I came out of it with that. Other people I know have also come out of it with like husbands and significant exactly. others and exes. And like, and like, you know, then you have this situation where like this guy ended up being a really big part of your life. And even though he was an asshole for most of it, he was like a good, a good time. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think of too. Like, again, I never used online dating apps until I got to college and up until like me and my, my high school ex broke up and stuff. And I've never understood the way that people date. I never understood how you can walk into the bar and the next thing you know, you're getting married three years later. Like, I never understood that. Yeah, well, I never got I that I never either. understood that. Like, how do you meet people? I don't know. I don't know how to meet people. I've never done it. Like, I've never just done that. And I think that it's also just crazy because, like, my ex-boyfriend now, I met him at a bar, sort of. I mean, he his band was playing at the bar at my school. So, like, I guess I kind of met him at the bar. But then again... 
like how we started talking was he messaged me on Instagram. So like social media again. Mm -hmm. So like, it's just so different because, you know, people get stigmatized for the way that like online dating or meeting people online is, but that's our generation right now. And I also just think that like, it needs to be normalized just because it's just different. We're in different times. And I think that, you know, again, if I never, if I never put myself out there to do like an online app, I don't think that I would really be who I was today. No, I totally understand. I feel the same exact way too. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Mackenzie, thank you so much for coming on. I feel so much more fulfilled and I feel like my heart is now full. I have the warm and fuzzies. Thank you so much. That was awesome. If anybody else has an interesting story that they'd like to share, please shoot me an email at swipingdiaries at gmail.com. Shoot me your story and get a chance to be featured. And yeah, cool. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, give me five stars, comments, only good ones. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. Bye. See you next time.